Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today we're talking about ways to be a yes parent in a no world. I don't even know what that even means. <laughs> we got to dive into we gotta this. We got to dive into it right away because that's just a thing we put together. But it really encompassed this idea that came to us as we begin to think about the online world. I mean, really? There's a lot of rejection and shame out there. There's a lot of be like this yes. and have your lips redone and have butt injections. Yes. And, you know, do My all kids the think things. That's amazing that that's a thing. <laughs> They're like, Mom, there's no way that that is a thing and that anybody would do it on purpose. I'm anybody like, it's would a pay thing. for it. I think it's funny that your little kids know that. Billboards. Billboards. Is billboards. That why? Yes, billboards Big are the teacher of our like... generation. <laughs> <laughs> Before they have social media, billboards are the test market where you get to have open communication. Let me just tell you. That's awesome. I, you know, our, our kids are navigating likes and dislikes, online friendships, false realities. I mean, can, I can't even imagine growing up with that. I really can't. It's hard enough as an adult. Well, and it's almost like the world is telling them you're never good enough. Yeah. That That's basically... Basically, like you being you, that's not good enough. You have to improve yourself. You have to look like this. You have to be the stereotype, you know. It's an, it's, I was thinking about this because I think I sent it to you. You asked me to do something or whatever it was. And I sent this little funny picture of this guy throwing papers and each paper said no on it. It was like, no, 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 no. And I thought that's like our kids reality every day. You know, they post a picture and people are like, nope, rejection. Nope, it's rejection. It's just not even a consideration of feelings, who they are, what they're saying. It's just like, no, no, no. Well, and also older kids who do, you know, your kids don't have social media yet. They just have the billboards. The billboards. <laughs> but you know, my kids, well, my oldest has social media. My youngest doesn't yet, but just like always knowing where everybody is is and knowing when you know she's not with a certain group or whatever it feels like a no all the time you were not invited yeah you're not a part of it and that's a whole we could do a whole show on that but this is what we mean by kind of a no world where I think some people think well it's a yes world everything goes but that's not really our take on this kind of show it we're looking at what the world is telling your kid about their identity really absolutely and you know as I began to pray about this I thought you know what Lord help me to be a yes parent and on that same regard of what you're saying I don't want to be a yes parent that I'm saying yes to everything out of peer pressure out of peer pressure or this yeah go get your lips done yes go girl you need a makeover that's not what we're talking about here no no You know, it's easy to want our kids to be a certain way or expect them to like certain things. But that is what the world does. That's what we're saying. So what we want to do is validate and celebrate our kids by saying yes to who they really are. Yes to who God made them to be and is calling them to do. That's where we want to say yes and learn how to do it well. I love that. You know, (laughs) I guess... The important way to sum that up is saying yes to the unique, quirky traits of your kid. And I'm laughing here because I got three quirky kids. You know, I notice 
as I began to parent, as my kids began to grow, sometimes I want them to be like me or how I imagined them to be. But I want to be a yes parent and say yes to who they are, even if it's not who I want them or thought they would be. Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. So I think first step in that is learning how to see them, really see them. And accepting that. And accepting that. And that takes a lot of intentional conversations and listening, which is not easy. But that goes back to that safe place that we're building in our homes through open conversation. If you've got a kid that is really shy Mm -hmm. and you're an outgoing parent, Mm -hmm. you got to be really careful with this Mm -hmm. because you're it's good. It's good to encourage your introvert to get out there and explore a little bit. But you've got to be careful because too much pushing, they feel like they have to change themselves. Yes. And this is something that I have learned on this journey. And we just have to be careful with that because, again, the world is telling them change, change, change. And what we're trying to say is love them how they are you're shy yes you you don't like being around a lot of people you don't like going into social situations that is okay I love you yes you know I have learned that the hard way because my oldest is like that Mm -hmm. and I used to say when he was younger because I being in radio all these years and learning how to interact with people I just assumed my kids would be like that I don't yeah. know why that we do that I just thought that's what you do you are you look you, people you, in the eye you procreate in their little use that's exactly. what you think like just what follow happens? along just people. do it yes. <laughs> we don't have time to deal time with different personalities yes I'm just trying to figure out myself can't figure you out <laughs> And I remember when my kid was little and, again, having that, you know, older mentor speak into my life. And a few times we were around each other and he wouldn't really respond much or say anything. And so I would fill in those gaps and I constantly said, well, he's shy. Mm. And the tone and the way I said it was like it was a negative thing. Like there was something wrong with him. Something wrong with him. Mm -hmm. And this mentor friend who I love and adore spoke into my life one day and said, you know, Kim. The way you say that tells him that it's not okay to be who he is. And I was like, thanks. What a great mentor. What a great mentor. But that just really cut me deep and reminded me and told me in that moment, I never want to tell my kid that who he is is not enough. Mm -hmm. And I want to say yes to the fact that you think about what you're going to say. You take the time. You're not just saying things like I do, you know, just off the cuff. That's a good thing. And I saw it again recently. I was reminded we went to the beach during the summer and it's something we do every year. And we were with a group of kids. And all the kids were, like, playing games and doing this and doing that and having fun and being loud. And I look over, and all day, every time I look over, my son is fishing by himself. He's overwhelmed. Yeah. He is. Oh, I, because. You know, that's what I thought. No. No. See, that's where I would have gone. That's where I went. But I didn't say anything. I just watched him and watched him. And I kept thinking, why is he not being with the other kids? He's not being social. He's being so rude. Like, all these thoughts are going through my head. And the Holy Spirit kept just saying, be still. Just, be, just let him be. Yeah. And so I didn't say a word until that evening, early evening. And he literally fished all day, did not engage in any of the activities. And I came over and I said, hey, Bubba, you okay? And he's like, Mom, I feel like I'm having the time of my life. And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, thank you for letting me do that. I love fishing and just being in the quiet and just thinking. Like, this is the best day ever. 
And here I spent the whole day thinking something is wrong with my child. But I'm, from my perspective, I feel like, whoa, he's so mature. Yeah, and that that was it. Like, we need to learn, all of us need to learn how to do that. Enjoy the quiet. He's confident in his own skin. He doesn't feel like he has to go along with the crowd. He enjoys who he is and what he likes. He knows who he is. But I wonder if he would be that way had your mentor not spoken that truth into you. And I think you know what I mean? You're, here because we are years later. instead of you just trying to change him, yeah. you just were like, let me find the positive in this. Yes. And you spoke into that. Like, you're so analytical. You're so, you know, yes. you think about things before you say, like, you spoke into all the positive things. And now he's like, yeah, this is who I, he's confident. He's confident in his quietness. In who he is. In yeah. who he is. And I just, it was such a beautiful full circle mo- moment for me. I stepped back and I was like, just praising the Lord. Thank you, Lord. That he is who he is, quiet and different and unique. And thank you for letting me recognize that, Lord. So, again, just every kid's different. Every kid's quirky. And being able to say yes and recognizing that as a positive, I think, is so powerful as parents. Yeah. Know your kid. I know when my daughter went into middle school, um, she had her first time taking an elective. Mm -hmm. And I did band, and I was also a cheerleader in middle school. (laughs) And so I'm like, you got to play a musical instrument. Like, musical people are genius. Get your cheer on. Well, and musical people are genius. Seriously. And you're a genius, so it makes sense. Well, I'm not a musical person anymore. Oh, no, not you. I met your daughter. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) Well... You know, she is pretty cool. But um, anyway, so she was doing an elective, and I just assumed, like, she's going to do dance or band because, I mean, she's my offspring, and she's just going to follow what things I know. Of course. Like, I can help her with the choreography, and I can help her learn how to play the clarinet and the piano. Like, I can do all that, right? (laughs) And so she comes home, and she's like, I signed up for theater. Yeah. And I was like, what? What did you sign up for? And she was like, I'm going to do theater. And, okay, at that time, she was very shy also. Yes, firstborn. So I think, I don't know, maybe it's something with the firstborns and being shy. I don't know. Um, but um, And I remember you texting our, our, our little group, and you, we were all like, what? First of all, because you all were the same <laughs> way. Well, because, okay, so she was in choir at our church at the time. Mm-hmm. And we went to a pretty big church, you know, and she refused. Like, she did one part one time on stage and she refused she's like don't ever put me on the stage again like I just want to be a backup in the choir law like don't ever hand me a microphone again like she just didn't like that and so she's telling me she wants to be in theater (laughs) and I'm like you know baby you're gonna have to probably memorize lines and like be in plays and stuff Mm -hmm. are you okay with that and she's like I'm gonna work tech like I'm gonna work in the back Mm -hmm. and I was like okay well she has a point well she started theater. I was like, I'm just going to take my hands off of it yes. because I wanted to just go in there. And I did have some conversations to try and change her mind. <laughs> and she was holding steady. I mean, yeah. she was like, I'm going to do theater. Yeah. And I thought, I told my husband, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to trust her. She's making good choices. Like mm-hmm. if this is the route she wants to go. So that was in sixth grade. Five years later, mm-hmm. she's still in theater. Yeah. She's in the advanced production class in high school. Yeah. And they are like a little family. It's like been the biggest blessing. Okay, she has also gotten lead roles. I mean, she's, she's done gotten, all kinds of stuff. She won Best Actress in our school yes, district. Yes, she's amazing. Like, and, and she loves working tech, too. So she, like, does the roles, but she also does behind the scenes. Yes. And I'm looking at 
how she like is learning everything and thinking, you know, theater is teaching her a lot about how you have to be well-rounded for life. Yes. You know, you have to be ready to make the presentation, but you also have to be willing to roll up your sleeves and do the, in the background work where nobody knows what you're doing, Yes. you know, and yes. make it happen. And we have those conversations all the time. And I'm like, who knew theater would be such a life lesson for us? It's incredible. I mean, we we got the chance to go to New York. And I went to my first Broadway show with her. I mm-hmm. mean, it was just a whole thing. Yeah. I've learned a lot about theater. Like, yes. stuff I had no idea about. And I just can't imagine if I would have said, no, you can't do that. Like, yeah. I can't imagine now how many mistakes I would have made as a parent had I not done that. I really think what we have to take away from this is that we need to verbally validate and celebrate who our kids are and not who we want them to be. Well, and when they want to try new things, let them. Let them try new things. Find ways to help them invest in the things that they like. I mean, it really changes everything when they feel like you see them, you are listening to them, and you are supporting them. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is sponsored in part by Pax Financial Group and listeners just like you. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organizations, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700. PAXFinancialGroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. Today we're talking about being a yes parent in a no world. And we don't mean being a yes parent in the sense of like, yes, do whatever you want. Not that at all. Have a phone at three. Yeah. No, that's not what we're saying. (laughs) That is not what we're saying. Not what we're saying. We're saying a no world is the online world and the type of world that our kids are growing up with where they're constantly being rejected and feel like the world is saying no to who they are. And we want to be a yes parent to saying, yes, I see you. Yes, I celebrate you. Yes, I see what God is doing in your life and validating who they are and the way that God is raising them up to be. It's really about their identity and their character uh, is. today is really what it we're is. talking about and just accepting themselves for how God created them to be. So we started out by saying, say yes to the unique and quirky traits of your kid. They're not you and that's okay. And now we want to delve into saying yes by joining into whatever it is that they are invested in so like you talked about theater yeah I remember this story <laughs> my mama is so sweet um she love is, your mom yes I love my mom and my mom's a businesswoman you successful know, successful she was like you know got dance, it together all those things loved all that stuff yeah um never in her life she played softball Never in her life did she do any type of nor know anything about martial arts. So here comes me. And I'm in high school. And I come to her as a freshman. I'm like, Mom, I'm starting a judo team. She's like, say what? And I was like, (laughs) at the time I didn't say this, but here's the real motivation. My boyfriend at the time was a Mm. football player, captain of the football team. Now we know. And in the off season, he wanted to do something. 
and he decided to join the judo team. So you're like, I got to get in there and spend time with him. Yes, I was like, I'm joining the judo team too. I can't play football, so I'm going to do yes, this. Yes, exactly. And then I, I hear you. Do you I see, see this? I see this. I was a, you know, silly girl. And I went to the judo coach. Mind you, I grew up in Hawaii, so martial arts is a big thing. Think football in Texas. So I go, oh. yeah, it's big. Oh, it's big. So I go to the coach, and he's like, we don't have a girls team. And I said, well, then I will start one. <gasps> yes. You are like braving the path, yes. the new path for women. Yes. I love it. So my mom appreciated that part. Again, yeah. business Because woman. she's superwoman. Yes. Doing all these amazing things in her business. Yes. Yeah. So she said, well, listen, if you can get five other girls to join, you know, I will support you. It was always the thing. My mom was like, make your business plan. And I will support. So I did. Get your plan I together. found all these girls. We started a team. It's great. I happened to be very good at it. Mm-hmm. It just was one of those weird things. But I was passionate about it. I got into it, did all the training. I was like, forget my boyfriend. Now this is my thing. And it really became my thing. I competed on a lot of different levels all the way up through college. I didn't know this about you. Yes, ma'am. I learn something new every day when we do this radio show. I know. So strange. So here I'm doing judo. And I will tell you, my mom, because I was invested and said I was passionate about it. She said, I don't like it, but I will be at every game. And I would look over on the sidelines, and she would be bawling. Because it's very... Because she's proud of you? No, scared. Or because she's scared. Scared for my life. She doesn't want you to do it. (laughs) She hated it. She's like... very physical, and a lot of times, you know, I tend to get nosebleeds, so sometimes there would be And she's like in the medical field. She's in the medical field. So she's like concussion, like all the things. And there's like a lot of throwing, you know, of a whole person (laughs) onto the floor, like slap on the floor. Is that what happened to your hip? That's why your hip goes out sometimes. broken. I'm I'm old from judo. She doesn't have hip problems. That was a total joke. I secretly do. (laughs) Yes, she would be sitting on the sidelines, and she never said no. She never said, I hate that. Well, she said she hated it, but she was there every game. And she found a way to help me. She she researched hairstyles because the girls sometimes secretly would pull my hair on the mat, and that was distracting and hurtful. So she researched hairstyles that would help me. I mean, just she got in it. And she that, was she was in it with you. She was in and it your with biggest me. cheerleader, even My though cheerleader it scared her. Through tears. Yeah, but the point be, I will never forget that that every time I looked up, she was there, even though it was very hard for her and she didn't understand it and she didn't want that for me. That was my passion, and she said, "Go, girl, go." And I will never forget that. And so when our kids find something, theater, you know, whatever it is, my son right now is a drone pilot. Like, that is his calling. He's like, the Lord wants me to fly drones. Okay. There may be a real market for that. Listen, my husband did the most amazing thing. He researched the career path. He took him to a job fair. And my son has lit up. It has been just life-giving to him that we are investing in the future for him just by saying. You're investing in what he's interested in. Yes. It just makes all the difference. We're saying, Okay, your friends are doing this, that, and the other. You don't want to do that. This is who you are. We see you, and we celebrate it. You know, I grew up in Indiana, and basketball was a thing there. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, my son is the only one born in Texas. Yeah. And he loves football. It's the weirdest thing. It's so funny. My my husband and I, we never were into football, ever. Like, we would watch basketball together all the time when we were dating and stuff. Yeah. Um, But Michael Jordan, we would always watch Michael Jordan together um, in the Chicago Bulls. But... Football is my son's thing. And I will tell you what, I have literally everything I know about football, my son has taught me. Yeah. And he loves it. Yeah. He know we watch like 
Hello Football, I don't know, whatever it is. It's like on a sports channel every morning. And he's like telling me all the players and yes. all the stuff. And so a couple years ago, I mean, I'm in it like now. Yes, you, know, you are. Every I'm Sunday, so impressed by this. Every Sunday night, I mean, it's like football time on our couch. Like it's family time, right? And um, he wanted to play tackle really early, and we compromised on that. Mm -hmm. We even talked to our pediatrician, mm -hmm. and our pediatrician actually said to him, hey, can we wait till this age mm -hmm. until you play tackle? And then he was uh, fine with that, but we found him some really good um, uh, um, flag football leagues. Yes. And one of them is even called Extreme, which is great. We love it. And, like, he wears helmets and pads so he can get used to throwing yes. and stuff, all this stuff. But a couple years ago, what we did was we started a fantasy football league in our neighborhood because I thought it would help me learn more about the game mm -hmm. and then also come alongside of something that he loves. Yes. I can't even tell you with the fantasy football. Like, we'll go out to lunch, just he and I, and we'll plan my lineup. Like, mm -hmm. he'll tell me which players are good. We'll mm -hmm. go over the stats. Like, it creates this um, – companionship between us you know like this cute little friendship him helping me out with my football stuff well and the fact that you are validating like this is cool that you like this and I want to know about it how amazing is that well and I tell him all the time and my husband does too honey everything we know about football like you've taught us like I, will, I don't know if it's the Texas in you that you were born here like mm -hmm. I don't know where this comes from yes but he just loves it he even texted me the other day I know. I yeah. know what you're saying. <laughs> and he's like, Miss Kim, can I help you with your lineup? <laughs> so he told me several – Kim's Kim's now in our fantasy league. And she's joined this year, which is going to be so much fun. So much smack talk going down. But, like, literally three days in a row, he was like, Miss Kim has not set her lineup. You need to text her. And he's worried about I, And me. then I was like, Bubba, you text her. You, yeah. you get on this. And that. he was like, okay, I'll text her. I love that. It just, you know, whatever it is, support your kid, help it grow, give them encouragement, validate that this is great, that this is what you love, and I want to be on your team. That's Absolutely. really the bottom line. You know, another thing that I want us to remember is say yes to God's calling on their life. And this is not always easy. This you got to trust God on this one. Well, cuz sometimes we just don't understand it. We don't understand who they are or why they like something, but God created them to be a unique blessing and serve a specific purpose on this planet. It is not our job to say God, you are wrong. So, I can tell you right now, my daughter is a sophomore and she loves theater so much. Yeah. And she is literally talking about maybe going into a career. Like we're looking at colleges yeah. now and yeah. things that she could do behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And so many times I've gone into fear mode yes. because I'm like, what if, like, you know, because we, we think of Hollywood and we just think, out of whack. That's yes. what I think. I think yes. of liberal and they, sending they my don't baby have into their, the fire. Yes, mm -hmm. right. But as we've talked about her career path and what she could do, we've talked about how she could do tech for big Christian conferences. Yeah. How she could do, be tech for, you know, big Christian bands. How she could work behind the scenes on Christian movies. Mm -hmm. You know, and even maybe if God calls her into a space where it's not Christian. I was just going to say, know, girl, wait for it. I know. But like, <laughs> she we've, might be the we've light. really had those conversations. Who am I to say God's not calling her to that? 
And I have to be real careful of shutting it down. Now, we have frank conversations. And I'll say, do you understand my concerns with this? Yes. You know, and we obviously talk through that. But I have to be real careful not to just shut it down because God literally may be calling her into a space to be a light somewhere. Absolutely. I I think that is our go-to sometimes, though, is fear. Well, we just want to protect Mama Bear. Yes. And then the other one, which I hear a lot, which I struggle with, too, is judgment. Because we have all these dreams for our kids, you know, before they're even born. And then I have like a middle child who tells me, Mom, I have this dream. I know what I want to be. And I'm like, yes, son. And I'm waiting for like doctor, pastor. I get NFL life player. Life changer. I get frozen yogurt shop owner. <laughs> and inside... I want to be like, no, no, no. I love frozen yogurt, but not that much. <laughs> but who knows? You know, what? who am I to judge? Who? That may be his that calling. That may be his What if his frozen yogurt shop is the place where Bible studies meet and where People he spreads get the world Jesus? I mean, who am I to judge what God is doing in his little life? That's true. And so, yes, we want to guide our kids. Yes, we want to let them look at things strategically and with a smart mind and be wise in the way they steward their finances and their life. But at the end of the day, if God is calling them into a space we don't understand or are afraid of, Maybe we just have to let them go to God. Well, I know I've talked to you about this. My oldest has said, you know, I want to start going on mission trips. And she's yes. 15. She probably should already be on some. Yes. But it's in her <laughs> little heart, you mm-hmm. know, and I automatically go to fear. Yeah. Like I automatically go there. And I know you've helped me a lot. Say so you just got to trust this. Yes. And if it's something she wants to explore, explore it with her. Go on a mission trip together and yes. like, you know, be in this journey with her and see what God's doing. So, you know, as the world is saying no to our kids, I just think it's such an honor and a privilege that we have the power and ability to say, yes, I see you. I see you. We can do that by saying yes to the unique, quirky traits of our kids. They are not us, and that is okay. That's actually better. That is better. Because we're messed up. I don't want them to be me. Number two, say yes by joining in, celebrating them, be a part of what they're doing. And number three, say yes to God's calling on their life. I promise you, it is better than yours. That's how we say yes in a no world. Amen, girl. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?